right. Well, officially, everybody, welcome to tonight's workshop, The Music of the Night. If you're here, I don't even have to talk much about this piece of music. It is one of the most lovely, gorgeous, transfixing pieces of music ever written anywhere. And for many great reasons, The Phantom of the Opera is one of the longest-running Broadway shows of all time. Andrew Lloyd Webber really hit it out of the park with this one. And this particular song is really where it all starts, you know, uh, underneath the catacombs uh, of the Paris Opera House and the Phantom explaining what it is that he does and why he does what he does. Uh, so it's just a wonderful piece of music, and I've loved it for a long time, but I always thought that show tunes were a little too complex for the mountain dulcimer because of their changes in chords and so forth. But the more I listened to this one, I thought, you know, there's a very basic simplicity going on here, and there's just a couple of little moments that sound like they might be difficult, so I began working on it, and so that came out with the theme. But I, I just I wanted to do more, of course, but the theme is very, very possible, of course, on a diatonic mountain dulcimer and then discovered that there was a very sneaky yet effective way to pull in the key change that happens uh, in the bridge section. And so we'll be looking at both of those things today uh, with the study of this. We're gonna build it from the ground up. So instead of me demoing the piece and then us kind of backtracking, we're gonna start from the very, very beginning and follow along with what I would do if I was arranging this piece again from the very beginning. And this goes for any piece of music that you are trying to bring from your head or your heart, or from the page, onto the mountain dulcimer. There are a number of ways of doing it, but one of the easiest ones that I found is to simply start with the melody. And the reason being is that the melody tends to come out of the scale associated with the key. So we're gonna take a look at your music. We're starting in the key of D major. And I didn't put the key change in the music, I just put them as accidentals, but we'll talk about all of that. But we're in the key of D major, that's C sharp and F sharp on the staff. And we've got seven notes in the scale, D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, C sharp, seven different notes. So typically speaking, music theory, it's not rules, it's kind of like how we talk to each other about music. Out of those seven notes come your melody. And then out of those seven notes, we can stack them and then build the seven chords that come with that key. So if we find the melody with those seven notes or even less than seven notes, chances are we're gonna find the chords too because they're coming from the exact same place. So let's go ahead and take a look at the melody for the music of the night. I start playing it on multiple or on different strings here. So we have to go over to the middle string because we don't have a low A anywhere else. We don't have a place we can run to on the string. So we're going here with F sharp down to A on the middle string, E down to that A, and now we're walking up the melody string, ending with an A there. We go back to that simple. Now we move on to this next part here.
then bottom line here. And there we have our melody very, very nicely laid out for us. So that's not hard at all. It's just very, very simple. And a lot of the most beautiful songs in the world have very, very simple melodies. They're easy to sing, they're easy to play, and they're easy to memorize and get into the hearts and minds of folks everywhere. So it's a great thing to keep a nice, simple melody, but it's inventive. It's very, very delicious, this one. So now that we find our melody, you see that most of the time we were on the melody string. A couple of times we had to go over, at least, yeah, to the middle string. But most of the time that melody string is where our melody is living. So the next step is to harmonize that melody. So think about every chord that we add into a piece of music. Generally speaking, we have a triad. And that chord has three notes in it. A low note, a middle note, and a high note. The root, the third, and the fifth. In other words, the fifth, the highest note, that needs to be the melody because the highest pitched note needs to be the melody so it doesn't get buried by other notes. And that's the real key thing when you're doing chord melody arrangements. So if we've already got our melody chosen out on the fretboard, that means to harmonize it and to create our chords, all we need are two notes. One that's going to create a harmony that's blending with that melody and sounds really pretty. And then we need a second note that's going to be a low note that's going to anchor that chord. Either it's going to support the chord with the root of the chord. So if it's an A major chord, we'll play an A note. Or it's going to be just a low note period. It may not be the, the, the note, the root of the chord, but it may be a low note just to give us support for the other two notes that are floating on top. And that's all we're looking for. We start off with our melody. And once we find our melody, we piece together our harmony, typically going to be on the middle string, and then our low support note typically going to be on the bass string. So before I go any further, just kind of talking about the arrangement side of things. I've taken a look at the melody. I found the melody on the fretboard. So now what I want to do is knowing that melody comes out of the scale that's in the key and chords also come out of that same scale. Now I'm going to look for a way to harmonize that melody and turn it into a chord melody arrangement. Now, of course, I've written all the chords and stuff in, but I want to show you the process. Inside of my head, I'm thinking about the music. And let me cut back here real quick and give you a little hint on if you're doing your own arrangement and you're trying to figure out when the chords are changing, uh, listen for the lowest note that you can hear, and that's going to be a bass. And most of the time, not always, but most of the time, the bass note or the bass instrument is carrying the root note that supports the chord, which means if you can hear that note and suss out what the note is, then you can figure out that that's what the chord is and then listen to the quality of the chord to tell if it's major or minor or something else, right? So as I'm listening to a piece of music, music of the night, I've got this bass note behind it. Bum, bum, bum. I hear that low note until the low note goes. Bum. And when does it do that? Bum, 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 bum. Up until that point, it's bum. So let me find the right key, of course. Bum. 
listening to the piece of music on the album, you'll know that that next chord that comes in, that's the lowest note you hear. It goes from bum to whatever key it's in to bum, bum, bum. That is a perfect fifth. And we're going down to the perfect fifth, not going up. So when we hit that, we can hear it, hum it, and when you with you still humming it, find that note. Bum, 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 bum. Find the note. There's the note. It's an A. So whatever melody you're playing at that point, you found your root note. Then you just need to put in the harmony in the middle.